Welcome, everybody, to Blissfully Aware, the show in which three opinionated people discuss what's going on in fandom and nerd news in general. I am Bliss, and this week we are joined by a new guest. I'd like to welcome fandom PhD, Dr. Riot, otaku specialist. Hi, Riot. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you. I've been meaning to get you on an episode for a while, and this one is perfect for you. This one is literally, it's its like it was made for me. It really is. <laughs> so let's just get right into it. This week, y'all, we are going to be talking about a content creator by the name of Luna, or I am Luna Soul, and we are going to be talking about a incredible harassment campaign that they have been facing. So, oh, it's a nightmare. Uh, my my heart goes out to Luna because holy shit, I cannot imagine being in their place right now. And especially, I feel especially bad because I actually was aware of Luna before all of this because I was, uh, my, my stepmother's a quilter and I had actually seen some of their quilt patterns and things like that before. So I was actually aware of them before this drama and then I see all this happen. I'm like, oh, wonder why they're trending. Oh no. I only recently found that out. So Luna, they have published several quilt patterns. Like they're an artist and- among, like, fan art, they have done, you know, other pieces of art out in the meat space. And I was so fascinated to see that because, you know, you don't always associate stuff like quilting with people in fandom. And I feel like I should because it's not like I don't do stuff like that. Shame on me. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, my, my stepmother, same one. Um, she actually made me a uh, Nightmare Before Christmas quilt for my wedding that I had on Halloween. So, like... I was so excited to see your wedding. You were so pretty. Oh, thank you so much. I'll have to send you pictures of the quilt. It's amazing. But the first one she ever made me was um, a Harry Potter quilt when I was super, super young. Like, was real young. So you can get all sorts of fandom fabrics. You can do fandom quilting. Is It's, it's a pretty pretty big thing but yeah it's definitely not something that people immediately think of when they think of like oh i do fandom crafts they don't immediately think of quilting i advocate let's all take up a crazy hobby like just a fun new hobby uh in the upcoming year let's all stop making sourdough bread and start quilting i mean <laughs> and quilting is a fun group project like somebody puts the pieces together the next person quilts them somebody else puts the edges on like there's it's definitely something that can even be like a group community project so you, you send it in the mail to the next person and it's totally different than when you send it to them when it's finally done it's super cool um so aside from quilting luna is a fan artist and they got into fandom a little bit later in life. Uh, about how old would you say you got into fandom, Riot? Because I was pretty young when I started getting into fandom spaces, like Sailor Moon days. I mean, I'm probably, I'm going to age myself here. Um, I remember being on Angel Fire site. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And I, I actually knew somebody. She was a friend's sister, so she was a little bit older than me. Um, but she actually received a cease and desist letter from Fox for her 
X-Files fanzine. Oh my god. X-Files back in the day was big mad about that stuff. It was, yeah, they were not happy about it at all. So um, that's probably aging me a little bit, but I've, I've definitely been aware of fandom. I never, I didn't really contribute till probably I was about 17 or so, and then I kind of never really left, but I've, I've definitely have been aware of it and been kind of the outsider looking in. So Luna, like I said, Luna has gotten in a little bit older and she she does the whole con circuit. She sells in artist alleys. And more recently, she has gotten into the Genshin Impact fandom. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, the first mistake. <laughs> God, I the fucking, the audacity. Mm, mm, there's a few fandoms out there that I don't, I try not to associate with, and that is definitely one of them. And boy, we're going to talk about why. God. So Luna, who is a whole ass adult, by the way, uh, did enjoy some of the not safe for work fan art of Genshin Impact. They were not horny on main, so not reblogging any of it on their main Twitter or, you know, putting anything on TikTok like that. But you can see what people like. So slowly, Luna got a little bit more comfortable, you know, retweeting things, not drawing anything, but, you know, wanting to support artists that she liked. And over time, as the Genshin Impact fandom grew more contentious, a lot of fan artists started deleting all their art or deleting their Twitters entirely or just straight up leaving the fandom because of the intense harassment they were receiving and they just wanted out and, like... No shame in that. I get it. But that was that was very disheartening to Luna. And so in a show of solidarity, they went ahead and drew some fan art of the ship Kaluk, which is apparently the bad ship. And oh, Riot, do you want to explain to everyone why it is the bad ship? Okay, so a little bit of background in general, just so you get an idea. So... Genshin Impact, if you're not already familiar, is a video game. You can play it on your mobile device, like your tablet or your phone. You can also cross-play it with PC and with uh, PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. It has a massive following. It's from a Chinese developer called MiHoYo. Uh, this is probably their first like really successful game. And it's kind of reminiscent of Breath of the Wild um, in terms of aesthetics and like visuals um and it's a it's what's called a gotcha game which is basically where you can randomly get characters to build your team for your fighting and so you can pay them money and you can get more chances to get the ones that you want there's two characters that are very popular uh Kea and Deluke and Kea is the when you if you've seen any Genshin Impact fan art he's the one with the blue hair and the uh eye patch and Deluke is the one with a very angry expression who has orange hair. Uh, now, they're very classic standard as far as, like, if you have any if you have any old roots in, like, boys love shipping tropes, they're very, or even just regular shipping tropes, frankly. You can find this on TV tropes if, you, if you're not sure about it. Uh, they're very red-oni, blue-oni. And they obviously match up to the colors because Kea's, uh, his whole palette is blue. Deluke's whole palette is red or orange. And basically, uh, Kea was abandoned by his biological father, and Deluke's parents decided to take him in and like raise him as their own because he was a very small child at that point. So Kea and Deluke grew up very close. 
um, almost like brothers. They they called each other brother for a long time. And this is partially an issue with the translation from the original text. So in the original Chinese text, they're what's called sworn brothers. It's a common trope that usually extends to people who are not related, but they've decided to stick together and ally themselves that way because they have some kind of share in, shared interest or shared ambition, shared moral, just in general, they're saying that you are more than a friend to me. You are like my family because in Chinese culture, somebody who's your brother is going to have a stronger bond with you than just somebody who's your friend. So they've, they're sworn brothers and they grew up together and the English translation decided to basically say that they're adopted brothers. Uh, but Taya hasn't really called the Luke brother in a long time. It's probably because they kind of have different ways of going about things, the red Oni, blue Oni thing. And it, it can be kind of like a rivalry ship. So it's, it's very common ship fodder. If you've ever been in any kind of like shipping circles where it's like, they used to be close and now they're not anymore, but it is now considered the bad ship by um, what I like to call. And I know I'm sure, I'm sure listeners will be very familiar with this term. The Puritans yep. have decided that it is bad because since they're, quote unquote, adoptive brothers, or because they've called each other brother at any point, that means that it's pseudo incestuous, which anybody with two brain cells to rub together can tell you is not how incest works. <laughs> it sure isn't. Oh, um, boy. So boy. Luna went ahead and drew some fan art of the bad ship in solidarity and sort of to spite the situation. The Puritans had descended, a bunch of people she liked were being chased out of the fandom, and Luna had some feelings about it, which I think is one billion percent understandable. I have been in that situation before. Oh, absolutely. It's it's like a part of it is like a spite thing. Like, you know what? You can't tell me what to do. I'm going to do what I want. And even though this isn't my favorite ship, I'm going to draw it anyway, because how dare you? You're chasing off people that I like. You're chasing off artists that I like. And you're just generally being like a shit human being. Well, and you know what's funny is I took um, a moment. I had the opportunity to speak with Luna. And they said at the time of drawing this art, they didn't even ship K. Luke. But over the course of everything that's happened and like drawing more art and looking at more art, they have now begun to ship that which it cracks me up because that's what happened with me and Bakugo and Deku. Like I started uh, spite shipping it and now I'm just like, oh, wait, yes. No. <laughs> the bad ship. Oh, no, I I like the bad ship. No, believe me, I've absolutely a thousand percent been there. Uh, back in the early days of Sailor Moon, um, and this was when everything was relatively tame as far as the places that I went. A lot of people were like, oh, my God, Seiya and Usagi are OTP. And <laughs> if you like, if you like Mamoru, you're trash. And so I was like, well, you know, Usagi and Mamoru, like, they're supposed to be together. That's how so shoujo manga works, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. But, like, the amount of hate that I saw for poor Mamoru, who 
like has gone through a lot of shit poor guy got brainwashed he's like a reincarnated version of like the prince of earth like he's got a lot of shit going on his parents died in a car crash when he was like five like poor guy i just kind of slowly started to be like no you know what i'm getting they're they're my otp now because i don't like how you guys are treating him and that's how i ended up having the biggest otp of my life was kind of out of spite so i feel that yeah exactly well so at the same time that this was happening luna was on tiktok and she saw this woman discussing how kids that had gotten into anime during covid that are now going to start attending conventions are in for like a really rude awakening especially when they go into spaces like artist alley and they see you know all these artists selling fan art potentially of ships that they deem the bad ship or pedophilia or incest or you know whatever they want to call it at that time or even just a ship that they don't like oh yeah they can't ratio you in person and it's gonna no it's gonna be rough (laughs) it's definitely gonna be rough to have a bunch of teenagers trying to tell an actual whole ass adult who is literally running a business at a convention that they need to take down the art of these ships that they don't like exactly so luna saw this tiktok thought it was funny showed it to her husband. Her husband joked that Luna should make a sign for her booth. And do you remember that old meme, the sarcastic Spongebob meme, where he's like bent over and making the funny face and every other letter? It's the alternating caps lock. Yeah, like good old, good old classic meme. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely classic meme. But so he suggested she make a sign for her booth with that meme that says but they're brothers just so that everybody who goes in there already knows her stance and doesn't fuck with her essentially you know it's a, it's a great way to be like look i i already know you don't need to tell me luna decided to make a tiktok laughing about this joke that her husband made because it's funny it is funny i think it's funny i think it's really funny <laughs> And that is sort of where shit hit the fan. And we are going to get into harassing people on TikTok. TikTok's been around for a minute. I've only just recently got into it. So I'm finding out about all this like new way to harass people. But this one, this one blows my mind. So Luna makes this TikTok video laughing about, you know, this joke her husband made, puts her phone down, moves on with her day, comes back flooded just flooded with notifications of just hate comments and calling her all sorts of names and just ugly. And she'd never really received hate before on TikTok. And she'd had a good several thousand followers. And within the first 24 hours, she was doxxed more than once. They were receiving hate and suicide baiting messages in their Instagram DMs, like these kids had left TikTok to find her other places to harass her. And then they started doing this thing that I think is just beyond extra. This is what trips me up, is they started making videos to harass Luna. And I mean, if if this makes sense and I'm too old to understand, somebody tell me. But 
It seems like so much work to go through the trouble of making a video, making fun of somebody, or saying, you know, this person needs to go KYS, go kill themselves. Um, editing it, putting it up, making a hashtag, or finding all the appropriate hashtags, and then trying to make sure that the person that you're harassing sees your harassment video. It just seems like too many steps. Whereas, like, on Twitter, you send, like, one nasty message and maybe, you know, spam report somebody. Don't don't harass people, but I'm just pointing out, like, there's a difference in the amount of trouble you have to go through to harass somebody on TikTok as a platform in general. You can absolutely do the same thing on TikTok as far as, like, commenting and commenting and commenting and commenting and commenting, mm-hmm. which is a whole other ball of wax. But it takes a lot of effort and it takes a lot of, I mean, I know I said I've, I've shipped things out of spite, but it takes a lot of very hateful energy to sit there and record a video making fun of another human being and telling them to kill themselves or saying that they're disgusting or that they're going to hell or whatever the case may be. And then to sit there and have to edit it and then you know, find the hashtags, come up with the caption, post it, make sure all of your friends, you know, like and share and comment so that it reaches the algorithm. Because the TikTok algorithm is kind of a mystery. Oh, yeah. And it can take a lot of energy and a lot of effort to really get a video like that to trend unless you already have a pretty strong following or unless you get lucky. So, it takes a lot of hateful energy to sit there and be like, I'm going to make a video to harass this person. And, you know, it, and especially to name them specifically when they're not really doing anything that's actually harming anybody. And they're just making content that you don't like. It's it's an entirely different thing to be like, hey, I'm going to make a video about how this person is, you know, doing bad things that do hurt people. But Hmm. this person just made stuff that I don't like. Why didn't you just block them and move on? That takes so much less effort. Exactly. And so I want to read you some of the hashtags that they created to uh, find all these harassment videos in this little anti-Luna community. So, of course, the first one is hashtag I am Luna Soul at... 10.9 10.9 million views. And this is just at the time of when I'm taking the screenshot. Yeah, and the and the I am Luna Soul hashtag, you you kind of have to go, okay, you know what, she probably that probably also includes some other stuff like her, you know, maybe some of her videos or maybe some videos of like, oh yeah, I just received, you know, my order of my prints from I am Luna Soul or whatever the case may be too. So then we go on to I am Luna Soul phobic at 89k. Uh Creative. Real creative. I know. We have I Am Luna Soul Slander with 4.3 million views. At least they're admitting that it's slander. Yeah, that's another one. it is. So, like, side note, on the TikTok for the show, I accidentally ended up on a pro ship slander TikTok for a minute, and that just, like, the, the hashtag pro ship slander cracked me up. Like, you're, you're just full on mask off admitting, like, that's all you want to do is slander people. Or do we, does slander not mean slander anymore? Slander doesn't mean slander to them. You know what slander means to them? I'm talking shit. That's, that's all slander means to them. It doesn't necessarily mean, because you can talk shit, and it doesn't necessarily have to be true, but it can be true. It's just, 
you're talking shit. But slander has a very specific context and meaning, but we all know that context and meaning and nuance of any kind is completely lost on these types of people. And so then we have, um, I am Luna Soulphobic and Proud. That's another fun one. We have, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's so many. We have, I am Luna Soul Resistance. Uh, I am Luna Soul is ugly because we're all high school bullies. Oh. Uh, and then we have Fixing I am Luna Soul, which is another. So another thing they're doing on TikTok with these videos is they are taking photos of Luna or Luna's profile picture or Luna's art. And they are big air quotes fixing it. So they are essentially taking her profile picture and making it ugly to like claim that, you know, this resembles Luna. So we have to make it ugly because Luna is ugly. Isn't there like a whole thing that they've been doing basically like what are we what does this mean girls where they're basically just saying like pro shipping turns you into an ugly person like this and then posting pictures of her yeah that's a whole nother thing they're doing Uh, they're taking her art which you know back in our day it was you you didn't touch other people's art you didn't that was just the rules you knew better oh yeah no you just you left it alone if you didn't like it you moved on and you just you didn't look at their stuff anymore now a new form of harassment is taking art of ships you don't like or art by a person you don't like and big air quotes fixing it so erasing the part that you don't like and drawing in new things that would make it better big air quotes or you know uh making it uglier sometimes and claiming that's fixing it it just you're you're taking somebody's art now and like fucking with it and that that's another thing as a fandom old person that I'm just like, oh my god, what? <laughs> you guys are doing that? I would never. So that's fun. Right? I, I just, I don't, I can't even wrap my head around half of the things that they are doing these days. For real. Uh, so yeah, they're fixing her art. Again, big air quotes fixing. Uh, big air quotes. They are creating whole Discord servers to make plans to report bomb her, which is when a large group of people get together and all at once go and report someone. You just bombard somebody with a bunch of reports so that the algorithm, because nothing is managed by real people, the algorithm sees all these reports flooding in and says, well, surely this is legitimate because why would a bunch of people falsely report something? Well, and why would they falsely report something at this volume? It's really, it's really about the volume because that must mean that something that they recently posted was offensive and bad. Well, and to go through the trouble of creating whole servers to plan to do this all in one go, like again, ugh, who has the time? But the energy. Who I wish I had that kind of energy because I could channel it into something so much more productive than harassing somebody who does a thing that I don't like that I could very easily avoid. Exactly. And so also, according to Luna, and I'm just going to quote Luna here on this one, they harass my friends and my customers. They told one of my friends that her toddler deserved to be harmed because this friend supports me. They told me I deserve to be abused by my family and the man who abused me as a teen. So, yeah, there, yeah, this, again, this is the level of harassment that Luna has been having to go through. The aunties are also, they were going through the trouble of contacting the conventions that Luna was going to be attending 
to sell at Artist Alley and trying to slander her and claim that, you know, she was X, Y, and Z and these conventions need to boot her because, you know, it's not safe for her to be around people. Disgusting. I I really don't understand the kind of energy that that's so much energy. Well, and it, it, it takes more energy because Luna at the time had said, I'm only going to put my convention list on my Patreon because I'm going through this amount of harassment. That's smart. And Auntie bought a subscription to her Patreon to access the convention list and then leak it. This person gave a person that they hated money to turn around and then harass them. I'm going to put this out here mostly as a joke. I wish that people who hated me would pay me. Oh, God, yeah. So that they could turn around and harass me. Because, like, honestly, have you even, at this point, in this in this climate of the internet, have you even made it until one of your haters pays for your Patreon just so that they can continue to find ways to harass you? Have you really made it? <laughs> I mean, Luna, you've definitely made it. You have definitely made it because you're, you're digging into their wallets at this point. So, the conventions... Luna contacted them as well, and they were like, yeah, no, we know that this is fake. It's no big deal. Uh, we're going to make sure that you have security nearby just in case. Flag someone down if you don't feel safe, and we'll boot anybody harassing you from the convention. So the conventions Good for them are, yeah, they're being responsible. Because they know, because they're... They- the conventions are now run by people probably about our age or a little bit older, like in our age range... They are now the ones running the convention and they know unless you're actually actively hurting somebody and making art is not actively hurting anybody. There's no reason to boot you from a convention. That's just that's silly. It is. And Luna had the conventions covered. Luna was good on that front, right? The other issue is TikTok. So She's being report bombed, which means, of course, her account is going to be suspended. And her account has been suspended no less than 10 times. And as of time of recording, has still not gotten it back from the 10th suspension. Each time she appealed, she usually got it back within at least a week. And for reference, this has been going on since May. May 10th. May 10th was not that long ago from time of recording. Luna has not gotten her TikTok back. And for anybody who might be listening to this thinking, well, just block these people or just get off social media. I want to read a little tweet thread that Luna had posted because I don't think I could sum it up any better myself. So Luna says, If your advice to artists being harassed by aunties is simply block and ignore, or take a break from social media, you need to realize you are speaking from a place of privilege. For self-employed artists like myself, social media marketing is how I earn my living. Telling me to take a break from social media is like telling you to take unpaid leave from your job. Block and ignore works all right when you're getting harassed by a handful of people, not an enormous angry mob of ignorant teens with all the free time in the world. TikTok literally has a cap on the number of accounts you can block. I hit that cap a long time ago. Meanwhile, there is no limit on the number of accounts a person can create. How is that fair? When my accounts get wrongfully banned, 
It's like losing a job. I spent almost eight years building my Instagram and two on my TikTok. My sense of security is instantly gone. Even now, aunties are posting about targeting my backup accounts to try and get those banned too. Even if I get my accounts back, what makes you think that they're going to fucking stop? I'm not exaggerating when I say aunties do not believe I have the right to be alive. What frustrates me is how many people who have reach and influence will say, I'm so sorry this is happening to you, and leave it at that. I can't say I blame them, though. They see what's happening to people like me, and they don't want to be a target. And yet, if you were at a convention artist alley and saw a bunch of teens harassing an artist over safer-work ship art, what would you do? Ignore it? Go tell security and just hope that they deal with it eventually? What would you want people to do if you were that artist? I wish more prominent slash influential figures in fandom that these teens look up to would speak up about this rampant abuse. Once again, I can't blame them for wanting to play it safe, but the lack of solidarity is disappointing nonetheless. If the only time you're speaking up about issues is when they impact you directly, I think that's cowardly. So, yeah, I I have to side with Luna on this one because... People don't consider how much effort you have to put into your social media these days as an independent artist. I mean, fucking look at book Twitter. Authors have to <laughs> have to be their own social media marketing people. They have to sell themselves. Artists have to sell themselves. And this genuinely impacts a person's living when you lose accounts that you've spent a lot of time and energy building. Well, and especially, especially when you have a brand, you already have a brand in place. Even if you you have a pretty significant following and they know what's happening to you and they can follow you to another account, what's going to stop that account from then getting mass reported and blocked? Because you already have this branding. You have to include that branding so that people know who you are. Exactly. It's not just, a, okay, well, I'll just make a backup account with a different name. Well, if you just make a backup account with a different name, then none of your fans are going to know who you are. And they're just going to be like, wow, I wonder what happened to Luna. It's so sad. I haven't seen them posting in forever. I, I wish I knew what happened to them. But anytime I try to look for them anywhere online, all of their stuff is deactivated. And then they just fall by the wayside, never to be seen again. And that's that's their income. That is how they make their living. That is how they pay their bills. It is. And I mean, it goes so far that some aunties tried to create a change.org petition to deplatform Luna. At the time that I took a screenshot, it hadn't even hit 500 signatures yet. And uh, as of right now, when I went to look it up, change.org has removed it because it violated community guidelines. So like... That sounds correct. I don't know what they thought change.org was going to do to deplatform a fan artist, but okay, aunties. I'd go ahead and bootlick some more. Pretend that the government can deplatform fan artists over bad ships. And then turn around and start tweeting about how you can't wait for the anarchist revolution. Absolutely. Do all of that with ACAP in your bio, too, please. That's my absolute favorite. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I want to go back to something Luna mentioned. The block limit TikTok has. And I want to discuss TikTok's community guidelines as well. Because here's the thing about the clock app. It's stupid. <laughs> I have fun on it. 
don't get me wrong, it is convoluted. The rules do not apply to everyone. And there are a lot of features that some people can access and other people cannot. So like this block limit, that is not universal. That is something Luna experiences, and I'm sure other people experience, but not everybody. And I understand you looked into it, right? Right? I've looked into this. Yes, I've looked into this because I've also been on the clock app for an unfortunate amount of time. <laughs> I started with I started doing TikTok. Um, it was the beginning of 2020. It was, it was right before the pandemic really started. And then I was like, oh, well, now that the pandemic is here and I can't do anything, I guess I'm stuck on this clock app. And from there, I decided, oh, I, I saw a lot of people cosplaying. And I've always wanted to cosplay. I've, I've done a few not so great ones in my in my early days. But now I had time and I have money now so I can actually, you know, spend some money on decent wigs and all that kind of stuff. So I started doing this. So I've been on TikTok for a while now and I've I've got I've got a couple thousand followers, but I haven't really done anything in about a year because I just really got burnt out because of how stupid the clock app is. It has no rhyme or reason as to what makes it to the algorithm, I don't feel like. Uh, because I can use hashtags that other people use that are very popular and my video does not even get as many views as I have followers. Mm -hmm. I can post a video that I made in cosplay that took me several hours to get into and took me several takes to get exactly right. And it gets maybe 50 views, 50 likes, yeah, probably not 50 likes. It's probably more like 150 views and 50 likes, something like that. And then I can do one of just me making a dumb joke that took me three seconds that I was just kind of making for fun that just absolutely blows up. And there's no rhyme or reason to it. I don't understand it. Um, so I'm constantly trying to figure out what is the deal with the clock app. And I looked into the blocks and it doesn't seem like there's supposed to be a block limit. From what I can tell, searching through their website for their support, it doesn't feel like there's any kind of limit that you can have on blocking people. I, it, it would make sense that they would have a limit on blocking people if you, because if you create an app where the idea is to create content, share content, you know, maybe you can only block X amount of people, you know, maybe in accordance with how many followers you have or something like that, or how many people you are following. I don't know, but it doesn't seem to be anywhere in their actual support as far as you can only block X amount of people or you can only block X equation of people. But searching through a few other places, like um, I delved into the hole that is Reddit, and a few people said that they couldn't block anybody or that all of their blocked people got unblocked. And these weren't big accounts. These were people that had maybe like six or seven accounts blocked and they just were like, oh, my family got TikTok and I don't want them to see my account. So I mm -hmm. tried to block them and it just wouldn't let them it wouldn't let me block them um and I, there's somebody in here who actually did have they they did have thousands of users that were blocked that just it just unblocked them uh. out of nowhere for no reason um so i don't know if it's a an actual block limit cap that's just invisible that tiktok doesn't want you to know about i don't know if it's shitty coding I don't know if it's just 
bugs that they haven't worked out. I have no idea. But it doesn't seem like there should be any kind of cap. And even if there is some kind of cap, then why isn't there also a cap on how many accounts you can create? Because they can easily say, okay, you can't create more than, you know, one account per email address. And if you're suddenly creating a whole bunch of email addresses to create new TikTok accounts, then you've got a lot more problems than I could ever enumerate for you. But it's pretty easy at that point if somebody's if if somebody continually is getting reported for like harassment and they're coming from the same IP, it's usually pretty easy to like just put a halt on them and be like, you can't use TikTok anymore. Have fun. You've broken our terms right. of service. But there is no cap on the amount of of uh, accounts you can create. And if there's no cap on the amount of accounts you can create, why is the clock app now telling people like Luna who are dealing with this this disgusting rampant scheduled campaign of harassment it's not just oh we had like five or six people that are just constantly doing this because they're teenagers with no time it's people creating entire discord servers like teenagers that don't have anything to do and are bored because (laughs) we're in the middle of a global pandemic and they're all using tiktok because it's the new hotness it's pretty easy to get targeted campaigns like okay you make 10 10 accounts you make 10 accounts go report her on all your accounts it's it it's astronomical how much damage they can do versus luna sitting here like i'm trying to block them and it's telling me you have hit the block cap which i cannot find anywhere in their support or in their terms of service that there's a cap on the amount of people you can block certainly not an official one definitely not an official one and it's not like tiktok even follows their own official community guidelines because i've sat down and read through the entirety of their community guidelines from their violent extremism guidelines all the way down to minor safety and under harassment and bullying i'm just gonna read you some of the stuff that they don't condone or allow on this app that i'm sure you know Uh, absolutely doesn't exist then because it goes against community guidelines. Big sarcasm. It never happens. It never happens. Or if it does, it's immediately removed. Wink, wink. So do not post, upload, stream, or share content that insults another individual or disparages an individual on the basis of attributes such as intelligence, appearance, personality traits, or hygiene. Uh... I'd like to go ahead and direct you to the hashtag fixing Luna soul tag. Uh, content that encourages coordinated harassment. What's a report bomb? Uh, content that disparages victims of violent tragedies. So certainly you can't be commenting that you hope or think that she deserved to uh, be abused. Be abused as a teen. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Content that depicts willful harm or intimidation, such as cyberstalking or trolling. So. Hmm. <laughs> Points to the list of hashtags a mile long. Yeah. Content that wishes death, serious disease, or other serious harm on an individual or public figure. And then it goes on. You know, you can't dox people. You can't blackmail people. Uh, all, it's just... There are so many there are so many bullet points on this list of community guidelines that if you just went in and looked at the top 10 results under the hashtag I am Luna Soul, you would see all of them on this list. 
All of them. Easily. At least once. And yet they're the top, they're the top results. And Luna doesn't have her account, but you're going to allow these videos up and you're going to allow these users to keep making more and more TikToks and their videos are going to be the top results because fucking the TikTok app does, oh, the clock app. Oh, the, the clock other, app. You know, the other thing that makes me crazy about the clock app, it just in general, and especially in cases like this, because mm. we're, ta- we're talking about how much hateful energy really goes into this. A lot of the language that these people would be wanting to use to disparage her is not technically allowed on TikTok. And especially not in captions. You can usually get away with kind of more or less saying whatever you want. I mean, you can't say whatever you want, obviously, if you decide to go in and start saying racial slurs. But, you know, if you're swearing aloud, like in spoken word, you're probably not going to have any issues But I have noticed if you're captioning your video, whether that's using the caption system that they've finally now implemented to, I think, most users by now. I know it was not a lot of users at first, but it seems like now everybody has it or more or less everybody has it. Um, Whether it's using that or whether it's by doing them manually or even if it's just using um, the text function to add, you know, not necessarily a caption like of what you're saying but you know to add text to your video you have to type Mm -hmm. some of these things like an absolute fool like it brings me back to again i'm probably dating myself here it brings me back to leet speak and like it is leet speak it is in a lot of in a lot of ways it is it's just a different form of leet speak it's not only using sometimes it's using numbers sometimes it's using symbols i tend to just either like if i'm Like, if I'm captioning the word fuck, I just take the U out or I put a star or whatever just because I I don't need the clock app up my ass. I hate this, but, like, one of the big, like, trendy things that I've started doing uh, is purposefully misspelling it. So, without a C, I put a Q. F-U-Q-K. Which I hate, but... (laughs) Like, the fact that you have to censor your captions because the algorithm will look at that, but... The algorithm doesn't notice or care that you're being yes. bombed. Yes. So there's that aspect of it. And then there's also the amount of energy. So instead of, because I think the algorithm picks up the actual like acronym KYS. I'm pretty sure it does pick that up because that is a popular enough a- uh, acronym for it to pick up like, oh, you're suicide baiting people. Um, that's definitely not okay and allowed. But people will do K-A-Y space E-Y-E space E-S-S, K-Y-S. You can't, I'm 90% sure you can't say rape. I'm 90% sure you can't say incest. I'm 90% sure you can't say pedophilia. And obviously you don't want to sit there. You can't say kill anymore. You can't say kill anymore. Yeah, I know you can't say kill anymore. You have to say unalive. (laughs) Yes. And I don't think you can say, like, I don't think you can say sex. Um, these are all issues that a lot of people on TikTok want to talk about, like in an actual forum, as far as like, you know, what about survivors? Mm -hmm. What about people that want to discuss, you know, ways to try to deal with these issues when you've been a victim of them or, you know, ways to try to prevent things, so on and so forth. Or if you're just talking about, you know, what's, what's going on in politics, Mm -hmm. even, it it can be difficult to get those ideas out there because you have to censor yourself in your um, in your captions. And the algorithm is that stupid, but it won't pick up that there's 
you know, people report bombing this person. And when the account has been reinstated and it gets report bombed again, it's more dummy accounts or it's the same accounts that it did the first time. Like you can't have somebody look into that manually at that point. Oh my God. And then on the other end, you are so determined to harass this poor woman who's just living her life, trying to make a living, doing fan art that, you know, doing something that makes her happy and makes other people happy. Like it brings joy into what is a really jacked up world we're living Mm in. And you want to get around the censor and just start go oh well i since it won't let me tell her to kys i'm going to spell it all out phonetically i'm going to take the time and energy to spell out a suicide bait acronym phonetically just so that i can get around the clock app algorithm to still suicide bait you and that video will stay up so yeah that's where we're at you should definitely consider supporting luna online she can be found on Twitter and Patreon at I am Luna Soul. That's I A M L U N A S O L. And then she also has an online store, which is shop I am Luna Soul.com. But yeah, Riot, do you think we talked about the thing? Oh, we talked about the thing. I feel like we talked about the thing. We've talked about the thing. There's, I mean, I could go on about the thing forever because it just makes me I think it makes me so crazy because I just don't understand it I don't understand putting that much effort into something that supposedly disgusts you and you know makes you so upset especially when what you're doing really is not doing anything you trying to de-platform one fan artist is is not doing anything I guess that's that's probably why I could talk about it forever, but I I think we've talked about the thing. Well, don't worry, Riot. You will be back with your doctorate in otaku shit. I, I will be bringing you on back. <laughs> I'm sure there will be other things that need to be talked about, and I, I will steal myself and prepare for that moment. I am excited to be called upon again. Well, Riot... At the end of every show, because things can get a little bleak, I like to ask everybody if there's something that made you happy this week that you'd like to share. Do you have a happy for us? I have. I do have a happy for you. So I recently joined a server, a Discord server, for a jewelry brand that I really like. They're a small business. Uh, They're Be So Lovely. They do magical girl jewelry, basically. Um, I think their tagline is that it's, uh ethereal jewelry for the modern star child and they very much live up to the name they do sailor moon inspired pieces card captor sakura inspired pieces tokyo Mew Mew. they actually just came out with a genshin impact pre-order you should go check it out while it's hot there's probably some stuff sold out but Bree's amazing her designs are fantastic so i i got an order from them and i joined the server where it it's kind of just a community of people who love Biso. And um, I found out that there are some other people that live in Arizona. They live in Phoenix. And they said, you know, Tayocon is coming up in January. And it would be so cool to do like a Biso Babe meetup of people who live in Arizona. So I'm actually going to be going to hopefully as long as COVID willing and my fever don't rise. Um, I, I'm going to be going up to Phoenix to go see some like-minded Biso babes and go to my first con in several years. I've missed 
going to cons. I did not have the money to go to cons before, but uh, but occasionally. So I'm excited to to start that back up and to, to cosplay in real life again, not just in front of my phone camera where I can kind of like half-ass it and just wear the top and not wear the pants <laughs> or not worry about if the back is all the way done up or not worry about if the back of my wig is jacked up. So it's it's going to be very exciting. I'm very, very excited to do that. That's what's making me happy. That's what's getting me through the rest of this month. Well, that's awesome. I, this week is, you know, Spotify wrapped has dropped, but they have a special option for if you put out a podcast, you get to see a wrapped of people who watched your po- or watched, who listened to your podcast. And it even does a thing where it's like X amount of people listen to your podcast on their birthday. And I want to know what six of y'all listen to this podcast on your birthday, because happy birthday, and thank you for uh, including us in your special day. Hey, <laughs> I'm going to be so honest with you. I am one of the people <gasps> that listen to you guys on my birthday. Oh my god, really? That's so adorable. Yes, <laughs> I did. I needed to, um, I needed to catch up. And so I got to listen to episode 43, When Will You Learn? Because my birthday was November 10th. So the new one didn't come out until if if my birthday had been on a Thursday, I would have gotten to listen <laughs> to No Effing Thanks. But <laughs> but yes, I did. I did listen to you guys on my birthday. It was it was fun. I'm going to be very honest. It was Aww. fun. It helped me get through my work day. Oh, I feel special. I feel like I was a part of it now. Yay. You were. You were definitely a part of it. You were absolutely a part of it in spirit. One million percent. And then I also do want to let y'all know that episodes might be a little thin on the ground this month, just due to the holidays and some technical difficulties we've had. But come the new year, you know, we have big things planned. I know I keep saying that, but they're a coming. They were part of the technical difficulties, uh, but we've worked through them. So they're a coming. I swear. I swearsies. <laughs> And um, yeah, if you'd like to find us online, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Blissfully Show. I post links to our YouTube there. If you are watching us on YouTube, hi, hello, please like, comment, subscribe. If you guys know anything about how the clock app truly works, oh yeah, please let us know. I mean, tips and tricks. We would please. love to know how. The- <laughs> Please tell us how the clock app works. I have like 2,000 followers and I still can't figure out how the clock app works. Please tell me. Until next time, y'all. Bye. Bye. Cool. As long as you're not running up to strangers and smacking them with the owie paddle. Or glomping people or spitting into the homestuck bucket.